Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Geek News Daily Podcast, your source for the daily top technology headlines. This is episode number 34 for September 2nd, 2008. Sorry I didn't have an episode yesterday. It was a holiday, so I decided to take the day off. I figured there wouldn't be much in the way of news anyway, and what news there was, I just kind of combined it with today's news, so the show will be a little bit longer today, so let's get right to it. Walmart has unofficially discontinued the 80GB and 4GB Zooms. They have set the status on those in their little inventory system thing as non-replenishable, and they have given the 120GB Zoom a price of $250, which has been about the rumored price anyway. No date as to when they'll get those in stock, but considering the ones are discontinued and they've already got a price on this one, I would say it's real soon. I could also see it being around sometime in the next week or two, just to kind of take the way from take away Apple's thunder with the supposed announcements of new iPod Nanos and other iPod changes coming next week. Uh, speaking of which, Apple has set an official event for September 9th, just like the rumors been going around for 10 o'clock that morning in San Francisco, which. They are believed to be announcing the new, the completely redesigned iPod Nano, as well as some other smaller changes on like the iPod Touches and stuff, as well as new pricing and hopefully iTunes 8, from what I hear. Uh, next story, a Juarez ringleader is getting three years probation after a guilty plea. A man by the name, or, yeah, a man by the name of Robert H- Hardick, a 57-year-old resident of Getzville, New York, is apparently a ringleader of uh, some Juarez groups like T-Cut, uh, which stands for the Ethernet, as well as he had something to do with some group called the Boxer Rebellion, which supposedly he uploaded 62,000 files to that one and over 5,000 files to the um, 10 network which is the ethernet or whatever well apparently after he got arrested in what was it April or whatever they've he's pleading guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit criminal copyright infringement which gets him three years of probation, and the first six months will be served in home confinement. There were five people that were arrested at the time, and one of his other co-conspirators has pleaded guilty to three conspiracy counts and is awaiting sentencing. Uh, apparently, the one of the his conspirators, co-conspirators. Offenses carries a penalty of five years in prison and a quarter million dollar fine, as well as a three-year probation period. So I guess it doesn't quite pay to be a, a ringleader of a Juarez group. Okay, and more Microsoft news. Apparently they've applied for and received a patent for the page up and page down buttons that are on computers. I think this is a little on the strange side, patenting something so simple, but apparently now they've got the patent. Uh, According to a new study, 88% of IT pros would steal passwords or data if fired. Apparently this is kind of just a study that was done after the whole deal with the guy in San Francisco where he 
ran off with the password after they fired him, so they stuck him in jail for a while. Well, after, out of a survey of 300 IT pros, 88% said that they would steal sensitive data or screw with master login passwords if they were fired. Just kind of as a way, the 21st century going way of going postal on your employers if you were to be let go. Uh, I don't know, not a real good figure, but just kind of, it does. I can't say that it surprises me in the least. Okay, um, next story. Hulu launches its fall lineup and premiering shows on, and premieres shows before the TV broadcast. Uh, Hulu announced that they're going to have the last uh, seasons of a number of shows to get ready streaming from their site to get ready for the new fall seasons including shows like Prison Break, Prison Break, Bones, House, Heroes, The Office, 30 Rock, stuff like that. To also build up hype around new shows or those in their second season, they're also going to be debuting the first episodes of Knight Rider, Lipstick Jungle, Chuck, and Life one week before they air on broadcast television. Uh, kind of surprising decision considering the fact that how much they've kind of fought against streaming stuff on the internet in the past but this certainly is a good idea for creating a little bit of um, publicity around some of the new shows or returning shows um, and our next little story here apparently the PSP is going to be getting a Wi-Fi store apparently and then and it looks like the next firmware update that should be out here real soon PSP will have its own Wi-Fi store instead of having to go through the PS3 to get content on the or the PC to get content on the device. And supposedly it will also have a it will also have a new infrastructure mode that will bring new functions to ad hoc PSP games by playing them through the PS3. Assum apparently this sounds like it means that the PS3 will basically be a dedicated multiplayer server with options like voice, text chat, and other things that will be available through the console along with an improved online matchmaking service. And in our next story, our Apple related story, actually I should have prepared this one with the other one, but oh well. Um, the iPhone now has hit a record web share of 0.48%. Uh, Amount of, the amount of web share that they had, as far as the web browsing share that they had before the iPhone 3G, it kind of leveled off, but then once the iPhone 3G launched, it shot up 58% in one month, which brought its total to 0.48% of all browsing activity on the internet. I'm kind of curious to see how this compares to other mobile devices. Apparently the PlayStation gets 0.04% for those curious, and Linux gets 0.92% as far as a platform for browsing the internet. So that gives you kind of an idea of where, they, where it sits. Okay, um, next story, this has to do with spam email. Apparently what you have as the first letter of your email address can define just how much spam you get. Apparently, if you start your email address off with popular letters like A, M, or S, you get more than 40% spam. But if you go with 
email addresses beginning with less common letters like Q or Z, you only get about 20% spam. Apparently, this all has to do with the way uh, spammers generate email addresses, or basically they target kind of popular names, trying them through different services and everything, and it's basically kind of a almost like a brute force attack or a dictionary attack kind of where they just go with the popular names and start spamming them so if you get something if you, if you have a name that starts with like Z or Q or I assume like X or something like that where it's not going to be as popular then you're not going to get see as near as much spam according to this study that was done I think it was at like Cambridge University yeah University of Cambridge and they studied uh, 550 million emails from February 1st to March 27th. So if you're looking to change email addresses to get a little bit less spam, now you have an idea of what couple of letters that you can use to get a little bit less spam. Okay, the one big story from yesterday that since I didn't do a podcast yesterday I didn't cover is the announcement of Google Chrome. Actually, the official announcement kind of came today. Where apparently now Google has their own web browser. I haven't heard a whole lot about it yet. It is now available for download in beta. And as soon as I get done recording the show today, I plan on trying giving it a try out and plan on blogging it probably on the Global Geek News blog, um, which is at globalgeeknews.com slash blog. Uh, from what I hear, it's got a number of nice little features in that each tab is its own separate process. So if something happens in one tab... It won't close down, it won't crash the entire browser, just that tab, so you can kill that just that tab instead of the whole browser, which would certainly be a nice feature. And apparently there's like thumbnails for top sites, and from what I hear, it's got amazing speed. They've got, they developed their whole, a whole new JavaScript engine just for this browser and all kinds of stuff, so if you want to check that out, uh, there's a link to it in the show notes, or you can just go to google.com slash chrome. And that was our last story. Don't forget we still do have the cool link of the day. Today's cool link is a USB can-shaped humidifier. It looks a little on the different side. It looks like a regular pop can, but it's a humidifier that can apparently pump out uh, cool moisturizing steam at the rate of 50 milliliters per hour. There's no video with it. It's just a picture. Pretty cool little thing runs 24 bucks and apparently it comes in several different colors so make sure to check that out in the cool link of the day in the show notes uh... that's all i have for today um, as far as one quick thing i want to address as far as the apple announcing new ipods or basically anything that happens next week i'm not sure if i'm going to be able to do a show next week because i'll be traveling in san francisco i will try and get a show out every day but i don't know if it'll happen it may be just a couple of times or it may not be at all but to keep up to date on what's going on you can always follow me on tw- on twitter at twitter.com slash pcnerd37 or just go to my blog at pcnerd37.com that's where i'll keep all those kind of updates so anyway i'm also planning on bringing some intro and outro music to the show also so keep a ear open for that uh anyway That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to the Geek News Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Bray, and don't forget to check out the show notes at geeknewsdaily.com.